than compared to the when I was working in Australia. I think some of the teacher will just、um, show their emotion, but I I totally believe in Taiwan. You will never actually know until you working with them for a while, or you taking your free time to spend with them. All right. Welcome to episode twenty-one of the Teaching While Learning podcast. On today's episode, in the second in our series, is your teaching up to snuff. We're chatting to another local teacher about her experiences working with foreign teachers and managing them. Mandy, she is going to be bringing another perspective, which will hopefully give you the tools to start or build your relationship with the co-teacher that you have now or will have. Hey, Mandy, how's it going? Good. How are you, Ping? Not not bad at all. Not bad at all.、Um, everybody should know that Mandy and I have actually never met in person. So <laughs> she is going out on she is going out on a limb here in chatting with me, so that we can bring、okay. you guys this episode. So thank you again, Mandy. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this will be fun. We're just gonna have a, a nice little leisurely chat here. Cool. Well, let's jump into this. So, what、uh, what got you interested in teaching ESL? You are a Local Taiwanese teacher, why go into English? Why not do something else? That's a really good question. Because <laughs> when I was a kid, when I do like a lot of exam, the first, the first like high score was English. <laughs> really? I think English. I, I'm interested in language too. Not in only English, but the English English like more common in the world. That's why I, I like learning. And then do teaching about English. When you decided to begin studying and then teaching, were you hoping to do something with it outside of teaching, maybe traveling or something like that? Uh, I do. <laughs> uh, in the beginning, I was I never think about I actually can be an English teacher because in Taiwan you have to pass all the subject and then you can be a teacher. And then、uh, when I was. Back to Australia, traveling and then working holiday there, and then I back to Taiwan. I don't know what to do, and then I met a each early childhood schools manager. She was talking with me like the interesting things in Australia is like if you pass the English exam and then you starting to learning about education things, and after like、uh, two three years, if you pass and you get a diploma degree, you can work in the daycare. So that's why I was like, "Oh wow, that would be so cool!"、It's, and I think it's more easier than Taiwan, because in Taiwan, not much of people was more focusing about early childhood. Oh, okay. So you kind of、yeah. went out on a limb there and decided to do something a bit different. All right. Well, that's a that's a good segue into kind of your time in Australia. Let's let's kind of talk a little bit about your experience managing teachers there,、um, because while you were at the daycare slash school that you mentioned, you oversaw some of the teachers there. What was your overall experience managing foreign teachers at the school? I feel like I we have to get more understanding and more respect locally than not just. You're not gonna just be the boss, even though you was manage them. You have to let them understand your your situation, and then let them to kind of helping you, and and not just about job. You will care them more because you feel like it's actually a team. So I think that's the really different way as Taiwan, because in Taiwan we always, if we manage someone, we just let them know. Oh, you have to do that. You have to do that. And then if you didn't. Finish or you you're not doing well. I might ask you 
to do it again or you will get trouble. So, but in Australia, that's not really going to happen. If you're not really done really well, we might try to like, tell you again or give you another chance and then use a different way to that understanding. Sure. You said, you mentioned before when we were chatting that you, you felt like you had to explain things oh, yeah. um, more to teacher or to the foreign teachers. Is that yeah. a, is that a cultural thing? Do you think? Because I think in Australia, we have a lot of educators have a different background. So I cannot actually know all the culture from the educator, but I try because there is a lot of educators. Some of them was from England, like American, Filipino or Indian. So I'm trying to explain is like, I don't want to offend them, let them feel that I'm not respecting them, even though I'm not Australia, Australia. <laughs> but I was trying to let them understand that I do understand everything in Australia was different as your culture, but that's the other way we have to do. That's why I try to explain more. So when, you're com- when we're comparing teacher or managing teachers there in Australia, what can teachers here in Taiwan expect from a manager? That's very different. Because <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think in Taiwan, if you are a management in Taiwan, the most of the teacher are not really going to be friendly with you. <laughs> That's the first thing. And then um, another thing is like then always doing their job individually, not actually sharing anything with you. Because then we'll feel like there's more responsibility like in, in one class, because then uh, in Taiwan, I don't think that in one class, they have a lot of teachers can actually work together. But in Australia, like one class about ratio things. So like in one class might have two, three teacher work in one classroom. And then everybody can be a lead teacher, but will be one teacher as a supervisor, like kind of managing all the teacher things. So in Taiwan, not, I think that all the teachers have that teaching way was different and the style was different. That would be fine, even though you just manage them like the basic things. But in Australia, that you even if then have a different style, it's okay as well. But we will talk about the goal together and then the way why we have to teach in that things. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like it sounds like teachers there get more of a say in in what happens in the classroom. There. Yeah. Actually, most of the time in Taiwan, one classroom only have one teacher normally. And then how do how do the managers here though at, at the schools here, they tend to just tell you exactly what they want you to teach and how to teach at well, yeah. I shouldn't say everywhere, but at a lot of schools. <laughs> the most of <the> way. <laughs> yeah. Well, what um what were some of the difficulties that you faced while managing teachers? You don't need to name names or go into anything too in-depth, but just kind of in general, what were some of the, the issues that you faced? The first thing I have to say, I think the culture thing is really, really, uh, I have to be very careful. I think I try to explain a lot of things is because I don't really know all the culture things. So that's why I explain a lot of things and then I understand my situation. And then another thing is that I'm also not Australians, Australian, so I want to that understand that I'm also have a difficult things here, but we try to leading the same thing is like get a better education for all the kids and get their gold. Yeah. So I think in Taiwan you will they more focusing on like representative like to the parents, but in Australia it's like 
all the parents will focus on our children and then talk with the teachers more about their child. And then they will kind of telling you that um, what they do on weekends, sharing things with you. And then we will like kind of team together to education the child, not just teacher's job. In Taiwan, I feel like um, teaching child feels like it's just a teacher's job, not including parents. Let's kind of wrap up this management section. How did you expand your management skills from your experience in Australia? Um, in, in the beginning, I was working in the coffee shop, and then I was starting the basic thing. And until I was becomes to the supervisor, and then I also learned a lot of thing with my coworker, and then I actually seeing things that then treat we different. Because I feel that the way they ask us to do the job is more friendly than Taiwan. <laughs> they will respecting you more about your opinion, and always they always asking your opinion opinion things, or they will respecting you that are you comfortable with that or not. So after that, I always asking about my colleague as well if I I have a job for them, and then I will that then choose or that then. Telling me what they actually think about in Taiwan, we always that just throwing things. Oh, you have to do this. You have to done that. It's like homework things. When the teacher gives you homework, you have just finished, and you don't even have question with that, and you won't think about that as well. But in Australia, that you when you giving them something, they will curious and they always asking you, and then you will talk with them. So I think that's also really different things I learned in Australia about management than Taiwan. Let's jump into your job now. You are currently, I guess, co-teaching is the way that you put it with another foreign yeah. teacher. What's your role in the classroom? Um, I'm kind of assisting the teacher and then um, preparing thing before the class, and then we will do like uh, like kind of meeting. And every day when the day finish, we will talk talk about the day and then uh, sharing the things that we see in the class and then talk about the like reflection with the childs. Hmm. Interesting. And then so to when you're when you're working with a child or multiple children in the classroom. What do you and the the foreign teacher do to increase the 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 children's English speaking? Oh, that was because uh, in in my school now was using a really different way. We use a storybook to that then understand the things they are trying to learning. And after a storybook, we will use in storybook the kind of uh, the pictures or the interesting things and then hanging on it. Like making the project, making the craft, or do, because uh, everybody have a different interest. For example, someone like to do craft, but some doesn't, and then we will try to use the different things to that and leading to the same project. Like for example, if someone like a drawing, they can use the drawing part to leading to the same topic, and then after that, they can share their things to their friends. So I think that's the the other way that then to. Practice speaking English. After then, finish the project. We will helping. We will asking the question about, oh, what did you draw? And then we will try to tag the things then draw, and then ask them to repeat again. And then, so that's another way they can practice English before then telling their friends. So let's let's talk a little bit about your relationship with your co teacher in the classroom. 
How do you guys how do you guys work together to manage a classroom? Uh, normally, we will do the planning before the week, and then. But we also changing the plan if we see something they are not actually interesting about it, and then so that's very important that every day finish we will talk about the day what we see and what we observation about the child. It sounds like it is very different from your time in Australia because you're telling telling people what to do and now you're yeah. working with somebody in Taiwan. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. How did they adapt to that kind of teaching style? Did they enjoy it, or was it kind of difficult for them to get into the rhythm? Actually, in the beginning, I think it's a little bit confused for them because it's also the first time I met Rachel's way to teaching the child. But I'm trying to helping her more because I was in the school longer than her, so I think. It's really different as other school in Taiwan. Cause when the when they come to Taiwan, they actually learn the way to teach from school. But in my new school now, is you have to find the child's interest and then do the planning things. So it's really different. So sometimes it was difficult for the new teacher who was working in my school. But we was try to work together and then. To find the biggest interest or the top topics go for the child to learn. Ah, uh, you said it, you said it was difficult. Was it for the teacher? Was it difficult because of the teaching style within the school, or was it difficult because they came from、um, like a Busiban here in Taiwan,、oh. and then they came there and they're like, "Oh my God, this is so different. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do." <laughs> yeah. I think so, cause in Bushiban the school will training you, right? But in my school, it's like we will giving you some different book and that you explore the way you think is the best for your child. So you we will not actually planning you before,、uh, like not not planning, sorry, not actually training you before you starting to teaching this class. So you have to actually explore your child first, and then you do planning. Understand. That's very interesting.、Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm thinking about my my time or when I first started teaching here in Taiwan.、Um, yeah, it was at a bushiban for for the first、yeah. three years,、mm-hmm. and it was basically you do this, this, and this. Here's your teacher's guide.、Yeah. <laughs> Go into the classroom. Make sure you teach everything on these pages, and then yeah, if I were to. Yeah, if I were to go from that to this school that you're that you're currently teaching at, I, I can only imagine how how difficult it must be for for some people. Well, let me let、yeah. me ask you this then: for teachers that you've taught with, I'm sure some、yeah. of them have had some difficulties teaching the curriculum at your school.、Um, what have you done, or what did you do to to help them and to guide them along? Cause in the beginning, I feel that I'm also learning as well. So I will try to share with her that my idea, and then we can talk about it more, and then try to helping her anything she get any ideas, and then helping her first, and then try to like mixing our ideas together, and then leading the child together. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes to- it makes total sense. And I'm just yeah, yeah. There, there are teachers that that go from a bushy band to your school are very lucky to have a co teacher. <laughs> it sounds like. 
let's kind of start wrapping this up here um, with just a few more questions, and then I'll let you go to bed. How does that sound? Okay. It's getting kind of late here. <laughs> what should new teachers know or understand about working with a local before they arrive? Don't scare them. I, Don't scare them. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it's totally fine in Taiwan because Taiwan is really hiding their emotion. Then compared to the when I was working in Australia, I think some of the teacher will just um, show their emotion. But I, I totally believe in Taiwan. You will never actually know until you're working with them for a while. Or you're taking your free time to spend with them. Otherwise, you will never know what the teacher actually feel or what they actually think about you. Okay. All right, Mandy. This is the last question, the the most important one. Okay. Why should teachers come to Taiwan? I hope all the teachers come (laughs) to Taiwan. (laughs) Because I think the Taiwan, the traditional way... As I grew up in Taiwan, I don't really enjoy it. And then after I learned so many things in Australia, I really found out that so many different ways we actually can be teach. And then I actually getting more like memory things or knowledge things rather than Taiwanese traditional way. I think that's also the part that Taiwan trying to do. So. Taiwan is really welcome the all the teachers to came <laughs> to helping us to improve all the education, and then I think the um uh, the child is always like curious no matter where they're from, and then they really respect all the teacher. And then in Taiwan, we um the traditional way we always respect all the teachers and. We hope we can have a different way to learn mm. and improve. <laughs> so I really hope all the teachers can come and help us to do it together. Well, that's that's the that's the whole point. That's the whole point yeah. of teaching. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think if they can come, I would like so appreciate them to helping Taiwanese education because I think Taiwan is trying to do the best, but the way they done is not really well. Mm. But as I know that there's another way, I would prefer another way. I got you. I'm really glad that you brought up um, the respect part because I think that's one of the reasons that um, I taught in Taiwan for so long is because it's actually you're actually respected for teaching here, and I think that's it's such a great feeling to to go to class and to teach kids and then leave knowing that you did something and that somebody. Um, our parents respect you for it and are grateful for it. So I'm really happy that you brought that up. Cool. All right. Well, th- thank you again, Mandy, so much for for joining me today and, and sharing your experiences. And you also did a great job of getting people to come here as well. So I'm sure everybody's so excited and will be lining up to come here. All right, Mandy. Well, you gave me a time limit before we started chatting and we're nearing that time that you gave me. So we should probably say bye. Take care, Mandy. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you, Pete. Enjoyed this episode of the Teaching While Learning podcast? Head on over to your favorite podcast service to subscribe, leave a review, or offer up some constructive feedback on what you just heard. We also have a growing community on LinkedIn, so if you'd like to connect with other like-minded ESL professionals, search for Teaching While Learning and join us. I appreciate you clicking on this episode, and I hope to have you back.